What's up, what's up? It's your favorite sex and relationship coach, aka the pussy fairy, Azaria Menezes. So obviously you've landed on the juiciest podcast if you're listening to Getting Intimate. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you have a pussy or you're a mom or you're in a relationship and you're looking to increase that pleasure and orgasm factor in the bedroom with yourself, with your body or in your relationship, or maybe you just want your pussy wet and your relationships to be the cherry on top of your Sunday sex ice cream, listen to this podcast. I'll be sharing all of my knowledge, all of my ideas, my experiences, and thoughts on this podcast with you so that you can invite new perspectives and way more essential excitement into your life. As always, try anything I say on for size and see what you like and leave the rest. Let's get intimate. Mm, This is literally so perfect. Every morning I have um, a giant cup of this like adaptogen mix and it's got like all of the mushrooms in it. It's got, um, yeah, it's got like all of the mushrooms and it has ashwagandha and it's super, super yummy. And I also throw in a giant scoop of collagen because we know we have to keep our skin looking fucking good. But today I'm so, so, so excited to come on here and talk about why we get into, why we get into arguments with our partners. Like, why is it so easy to slip into this state of like the same arguments showing up over and over again? Or maybe it's like you come home and just like the, the tone of your partner's voice is just so irritating. So this is something that, um, Let's see, is it, is that what you call mud water? Yes, you know exactly what this is. <laughs> it's it's so good for you though. Like, look at my skin. Do you see any wrinkles? Mm-mm, this mud water pays off. So. <laughs> um, so yeah, so many of my clients currently actually are going through this kind of idea of working with their patterns that they have, right? And a pattern is something that kind of shows up in your relationship. It's like that fight that you have over and over again or that discussion that you have over and over again or the thing that you're like oh my gosh I wish my partner just did this or I feel like I'm missing this and it's the thing that you talk about over and over again so that is kind of a pattern that does show up in in all of our relationships like I don't know any relationship that doesn't show up and so when we kind of look at what is the actual thing that gets us going? What's the actual thing that triggers us? We have to kind of look at our own nervous system regulation. So I'll give you a really good example. Uh, Riley is super, super quiet. He's like a quiet guy. He's super, he's super just focused on his internal world. And it's sometimes really hard for him to connect with his emotions, say what he wants to say. He goes into shutdown. Um, and for me, I'm really like, I'm really chatty. I say what needs to be said right away. I want to get like right into it and figure it out right then and there. And I talk a lot, like we all know I talk a lot. So sometimes it's hard for me to create space for him. And so obviously when we get into our little, our little debates, our little arguments, it's exactly the opposite, right? So like I'm wanting more of his input and his thoughts and he is just like wanting to kind of shut down and 
he just kind of like gets disconnected, right? And so obviously these two energies can sometimes clash. And so for us, this is a pattern that we really have to navigate with so much care because it's so easy to cause um, blame. It's so easy to cause disappointment, shut down, feeling triggered, freeze responses, all of those things, right? And when we don't pay attention to our patterns, our behaviors in our relationship that show up over and over again, right? It can, it can all add up. And then eventually you will just find yourself triggering each other over and over and over again. So is it possible <laughs> to never get fucking triggered in your relationship? Mm, I'm going to say probably not because the way that we connect to people's communication, the way that we connect to people in general in all of our relationships and our life, right? It doesn't leave a lot of room for us never to get triggered. So like that's not really the goal of doing any type of work, whether it's like trying to get your nervous system regulated, but we want to get to a space where we can kind of regulate once we are noticing the signs of what triggers us, right? So we come to the relationship two different people or more, right? And we all have experiences that affect how we show up to the relationship. We all have experiences in our upbringing, our childhood, um, the society we grew up in, culture, religion, friends, everything, right? Even trauma, past experiences, all of those things. So we all come to the relationship with our own stuff. And there are going to be things that are activating for us that aren't activating for the other person, right? So let's say for me, um, I get really activated by a uh, tone of voice. So like if I hear a certain tone, at, like a certain reply in a certain tone, for me, that activates like my nervous system. I get like defensive and then I'm like, okay, like what's happening here, right? And for some other people, it might be, uh, the way that somebody says something, right? Or the way that somebody's facial expressions are or the amount of presence that they're bringing into the conversation, right? So we have all of these little things that can trigger a reaction in our body that tells our brain that something's wrong, that something's up, like you're in danger, let's put the alarm on. And so we have, we have different, different things that trigger us. And so it doesn't necessarily always mean that there is danger, right? Or that our partner um, is meaning something in the way that you thought it was. Because so much of the time in like lots of little arguments, it's like, no, I totally didn't mean it that way, but you interpreted what I said in a different way, right? And it's because there's so many different nuances in how our brain actually receives all of the input and then categorizes it into what's safe, what's not safe, what's alarming, where is it dangerous, right? Because our brain's primary um, job is to keep us safe, right? Like that is what we're wired for. That is what nature is meant to do. It's meant to keep us safe. And there's a good fucking reason for this. Back millions of years ago, okay, I don't know about millions, but thousands at least, um, it, was, it was a great tool to have because we were running away from all of these crazy big animals. And if our nervous systems <laughs> weren't wired for safety, we probably wouldn't have made it to 2022. So there is a really, really huge importance to 
this wiring in our body and our nervous system. And also our brain isn't here to like actually distinguish what the exact situation is, right? Our brain is here to just keep us safe. And so it doesn't do a lot of like vetting. And this is where in relationships, when it comes to communication, when it comes to um, just receiving or hearing or just watching your partner's body language, any like any tone of the voice or the speed that they're talking or maybe even just the way that they use certain language, right? Any imagery that's connected with that your brain has a split second to make a decision on that. And if anything is just like a little bit off, or maybe you have a memory of something that kind of uh, triggered an experience of fear, or maybe you grew up as a child in a household that was um, where your parents were fighting really loud all the time and they were arguing and they raised their voices, right? Something in your brain is getting triggered and your brain it's not like, it's like better safe than sorry. Okay. So your brain is just going to set the alarms off and it's going to like, we're in fucking danger. Shit is going down. We need to get all of like your hormones going. We need to get everything going so that we can either get out of here. Right. And so most of the time that throws us into a fight or flight or freeze response, right? And so when we are in this activated and triggered state or when we are like in the state of, oh my gosh, I'm in danger, right? Our body and our brain is going to perceive our partners as the fucking enemy. Like whatever you say now, whatever you do, whatever your body language is like, however you're going to be right now is you're my enemy. Like there is nothing else. And so this is why it can sometimes be so easy for us, right? When we hear a certain tone or a partner share something a certain way, or they have like a body language or their voice is speaking at a really fast rate or too slow or whatever triggers our brains for that alarm, right? That's why it's so easy for us to like get in defense or um, come into a place of fear or come into a place of needing to like needing to fix something or judge or shame, right? Like it's so easy for us to fall into this place because we're actually operating in our, um, like in a dysregulated nervous system. We're in our like freeze response or fight response or flight, right? And so this is why it's so easy for us to kind of start these fights and to get triggered by each other because we can't really control, right? We can't control what's going to trigger us. We can't really control um, how our body and our nervous system and our brain is perceiving the experiences that are happening around it, right? And so the key actually to um, finding a little bit more grounding in those arguments is really learning the tools of nervous system regulation. Because in life, there's no way we can avoid getting triggered, right? Because we can't control it. If we could, like if we could control it, I would not, I wouldn't be here. So, <laughs> right? So it's important to kind of figure out what what is happening in your body when you're noticing that activation, right? What is happening in your mind? And when we start to learn what happens in our body and our nervous system and what the things actually are 
that trigger us, it's so much easier to diffuse um, those arguments because we have so much control of how we choose, right? How we choose to move forward in our actions and how we choose to move forward in our communication. And sometimes it requires a break, right? Like sometimes we just need to walk away, regulate ourselves, and then come back to the conversation. Because one thing is that number one, our body's um, priority is keeping us safe. And so we can't drop into pleasure. We can't drop into trust. We can't drop into safety, openness, amazing communication. If our nervous systems are activated or if our body is giving us all of these signals that we are in danger. And it's not like extreme, like we're in danger, something really bad is going to happen, but our brain is just connecting, right? The certain trigger that it has with an, with an activation, right? And so we have to really pay attention to the signals of our body and we have to really pay attention to the ways that we react when this happens, right? Because that's where the fights can happen. Now, you're getting triggered and then now you're a little bit defensive and now your partner's brain is like, oh my gosh, we're in danger, right? Like I hear that defensiveness in my partner and now their nervous systems are activated. Now their bodies are signaling danger and now they're going to be in that um, response, right? So it's so easy to see how quick these arguments can happen, whether they're really small or whether like arguments that you've been having for months and weeks and years or whatever, right? It's so easy to fall into that pattern. And so where we get to catch ourselves because we're fucking humans and we get to make mistakes and we get to be messy and we get to play, we get to learn, right? It's really just like understanding, hey, what would it feel like if we actually just took a break before we even continue this conversation and regulate our nervous systems? You can do it together, you can do it apart and come back to the conversation and you will notice that there is so much shift in how that conversation ends because when we show up to conversations feeling a little bit more regulated we're out of our like huge nervous system like activation alarm right we get to approach the conversation from a different place like our partners are no longer the bad person or the enemy or whatever, because now our body isn't looking for those things, right? It's like when you're activated and when you're triggered, your, your senses are so activated and now your whole environment becomes the danger zone, right? It's, it's the same with animals. It's, we're so, we're still connected to that, right? That's something that's still very alive in our systems and in our body. So kind of wanted to come on here and chat about um, how to just navigate that a little bit. Hmm. Who's here? Hi everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, some really easy things to just kind of like regulate your, your nervous system is to do some deep breathing and you can do some resourcing. You can do orienting. So orienting is something really great where you just focus on your environment around you. That's what I love, love, love to do. You can uh, do regulation together as a couple or if there's more, whatevs. Um, it's really nice to just have that ability to connect together and then come back to the conversation feeling connected. Because at the end of the day, 
you are not trying to fight each other, right? We're trying to fight what is coming up, what's triggering. And we're trying to um, figure out a way how to solve that problem rather than like going at each other and trying to blame who's right and who's wrong and who's this and who's that, right? It can, it can be so easy to get into that little game. We all do. It's, it's really, really normal. And just in the most amazing relationships in the world, it comes up, right? And the more we get to regulate our nervous systems and the more we get to kind of figure out like, oh, okay, this is actually something so automatic that happens in my body when I hear something or when I see something that activates my body, right? Because it's not always um, conscious, right? It could be subconscious that your eyes see something, your ears hear something that is activating this alarm in your body and signaling danger and immediately your brain will go into fight flight or freeze and then that's where you start to kind of fall into that place of dysregulation and then obviously that's just going to signal to your partner as well like oh my gosh i'm in danger and most of the times when we start these um little arguments there's always like kind of like a need, right? That we're, that we're looking for and a reassurance that we're looking for. Because when we think about all of the core things that are really, really important for our survival as humans, we need to be loved. We want to be loved. We don't want to be rejected. We don't want to be shamed. We don't want to be abandoned, right? All of those things are really core to a human being survival, whether that's like thousands of years ago or now. And I think now it really just applies so much more to the emotional level that we experience of safety. Um, but let's just take an example from like thousands of years ago. If you were part of a little village and they rejected you or they abandoned you or they shamed you and just like cast you out, um, that basically means you're going to die. So, <laughs> cause you can't survive on your own. And so this, wiring is still in our system and so when our partners react to us in a way that offers the potentiality right for us to be rejected or ashamed or abandoned right all of those things can trigger those deep 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 internal alarm systems and so that's why it can be so 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 easy to fall into that place of like oh my god this is dangerous right and our brain's not going to be able to distinguish like exactly what that means in the moment no it's jobs to keep us safe and so it's just gonna, it's just gonna do its thing and you have to figure it out after. So just something to think about in terms of what it means when you slip into those little arguments and what you can actually do to support yourself to kind of come back to regulation and then continue the conversation. I think a lot of folks think that it's like when you're arguing, you have to kind of figure it right then and there. And if you leave, you're kind of avoiding the problem or you're leaving it to later, or one person might feel really abandoned and going to those fears. So we really want to um, create healthy space to regulate rather than like running away from the problem or avoiding it, or um, just creating this, this idea that one or more of you is going to be abandoned because that's our core fear, right? Like that's what we're scared of in that moment. And then coming back after whatever, like two minutes, five minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, and then choosing to recommit to that conversation. And then that way you're learning how to create safety um, or safer conversations, right? In your 
in your communication and also learning how to regulate your body so that you can actually hold right these big conversations because when we feel regulated and when we feel um like when we're in touch with our body when we're dropped into our presence and we're not in that like active triggered state there's much more room for us to feel um, connected to what we want to say, right? And all of the emotions that we're feeling and to convey this to our partner. If we're feeling activated and if our nervous system is just like taking us on a ride, there's no way that you're able to connect to the truth of what you want to say. Sometimes um, we will be so disconnected from that that we go into shutdown, right? Or sometimes we will have a really hard time connecting with what we want to say and we're only connecting with the intensity of what we feel and then we say the things we didn't actually mean right this is this is so much of what happens in arguments right it's like we're so we're disconnected from our rational self which is so normal because our brain's like okay we 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 gotta like we gotta cut the things that we don't need because we are in danger and we need to get ready to run right like that's what our body's doing so when we give it enough time to regulate and to just settle and then we come back to that conversation it's much more productive and so much more helpful and it takes a shit ton of practice and of course we're human sometimes we just want to stay in our fucking story and make the drama like it's fine i do it too but <laughs> right if we're thinking about big conversations and um if we really just want to like continue working on what feels really good in terms of the things we want to achieve in our connection our communication then that's something that we get to work on and we get to play with and it doesn't need to be like intense or it doesn't need to be hard but we just get to take accountability for our own nervous systems and also invite our partners to take accountability right and also reassure our partners that it's okay. We're going to, we're going to take like five minutes and I want to let you know that I love you so much. And then we'll come back and we'll figure it out together. Right? Because it's you figuring out a solution to the actual, um, core needs that aren't being met in that moment, rather than like you fighting each other and seeing each other as the enemy the whole time. So that's all I have to say on all the juicy things around why we get into fights because <laughs> it's something that happens all the time and um what ways we can actually navigate this energy and this activation and this intensity and use it to our benefit because there is a way to figure out how you can communicate in a way that feels good for you and there's not a way to avoid all the fucking triggers because you could just get triggered by the way that your partner does something, right? It's so, so easy to get activated and triggered. So sending y'all so much love, um, happy fighting, just kidding, not happy fighting, but <laughs> happy regulating. And I will probably leave this on my feed as an IGTV. And then you can come check it out later. And maybe when you're in a little bit of intensity, check it out too. I also have... If you're like super, super, super triggered, I have a really good um, episode on my podcast that walks you where I walk you through um, regulating your nervous system if you're feeling triggered, if you're feeling activated, if you're feeling super anxious. And obviously, everything that I just said today applies to healthy relationships, okay? Um, if you're in a toxic relationship, uh, if you're in a relationship that is really, really unhealthy for you in any type of way, 
obviously it's important to reach out and um, get the support that you need. And yeah, happy, happy, happy rest of your Friday. And I will see you all soon. Thanks for joining. And that's a wrap on another episode of Getting Intimate. I hope you got exactly what you needed today in this podcast and that you can find more ways to bring more juicy connection to yourself, your relationships, your body, and your sexuality. I hope you're feeling inspired and I want you to remember, take what feels really yummy and ditch the rest. Everything I'm offering on this podcast is in service of your greatest pleasure and thriving. And as the Pussy Fairy, it's my duty to bring you more exquisite pleasure. If you want to get in touch, come find me on my website at www.azariamenezes.com and I have tons of ways you can work with me. You can say hi or you can even ask a question. I would be so happy to hear from you. You can also subscribe to my email for a juicy gift and come find me on Instagram at azaria.menezes. Either way, I'm sending you all the juicy vibes for your week ahead.